Welcome to Get Moving Toledo, a weekly podcast featuring all things health and wellness. Today's show is sponsored by Southside45.com, Toledo's virtual fitness community, and State Farm agent Julie Span Johnson in downtown Perrysburg. Now, from the Jim Pool Health.com studios, here's Jim Pool. Season 3 starts right now. Welcome to 10 new episodes of Get Moving Toledo, the show about all things health, wellness, and our great city of Toledo. I'm your host, Jim Poole, and I'm charged up and I'm ready to get rolling with this next group of podcasts for you guys. We're back to business with day-to-day life closer to what we have been accustomed to before the past 18 months or so. From a business perspective, lots of business owners suffered during this time and some closed their doors for good, unfortunately. My guest today dug in and you can argue flourished. Ben Olin, owner of the Standard CrossFit Gym downtown, located at 215 North Summit Street across from Promenade Park in downtown Toledo, is my guest today. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Th- thank you very much for asking. So so I know you, first and foremost, from Cedar Creek as the musician slash singer, and then all of a sudden, you become this fitness guy and open a gym. Tell me, you know, your bio says, at least on the website, your bio says six years ago, you made a lot of changes and taking care of your fitness was one of them. What caused the light bulb to come on and make you take your fitness? Maybe seriously isn't the best word, but seriously. And why CrossFit? No, yeah, I would say I would say that I wasn't taking it seriously at all. I was a a professional musician for a long period of time. And that's how I kind of moved into the Cedar Creek realm. I had some um, really good friends that were involved there. I was attending there. And so it just made sense that, um, you know, I didn't integrate and hope to lend my talent in a way that I felt would help people just have better quality of life and and encouragement. But um, I was not taking care of myself at all uh, because I didn't think it was important. I was a, uh, like, (laughs) I was called myself skinny fat. It was like, I'm skinny, sure, but I'm a little pudgy. And so I just figured, you know, only fat people are people who are unhealthy. So why do I need to address any of this? I talked to a guy um, and he was, I want to say he was like 63 at the time. He's in his 60s, like later 60s or earlier 60s. I was 32. We were talking about how he was going to attend his firstborn son's high school graduation. And I like did the quick math. And I said, well, you, ha- you must have had him when you were 47 or something like that. Were you not worried? And I asked, I was like, were you not worried about that? And he goes, well, why would I be worried? I go, well, 63 is not exactly like young. I would be <laughs> concerned about dying, you know, because I had grandparents that died in their like late, se- or late, late 60s, early 70s. And so in my mind, it's like, well, you lived to, you lived to 70 and you're done. Well, in his mind, he, he it's the exact opposite. He told me, you know, Ben, I don't know what you do with your, your, your spare time, but I'm fitter at 60 than I was at 50. And he goes, you don't take care of yourself. And I said, well, I mean, why do I need to? I'm skinny fat, you know? <laughs> and, uh, he, he, he literally scoffed just like that and, um, said, well, do you not want to, at the time I like, do you not want to have kids? Do you not want to be married? Do you not want to live longer so that you can give back more to humanity? And uh, it like was it was a genuine punch in the face. So me being a skinny fat kid that had never worked out ever, I was like, well, I've seen fit people. They they go on ellipticals. 
And uh, so I immediately like went to the, uh, the, the on-site gym at the, the, the job I was working at. And I just started ellipticaling, and I had no idea what I was doing. Like sure. 10 minutes later, I was like, well, I'm sweaty. Did I do it right? Um, and I knew that I knew nothing uh, and that I needed help. So I hired a personal trainer at uh, LA Fitness, which he's still one of my, one of my favorite people in the whole world, but he didn't know shit. I <laughs> um, don't know if I can say. You're fine. Words. You're fine. Why not? Uh, he didn't, he didn't really know his stuff either. So he got me like just enough exposure to various forms of training that I could kind of be dangerous and educate myself. And, um, eventually, so I get, I got pretty fit, but I dabbled in bodybuilding. I dabbled in like tough mutter training, interval training hit. Uh, I did like kickboxing for a long time. So I did all of that stuff and eventually figured out that the most effective, like bang for your buck was always going to be based off of intensity and intensity breeds injuries or, you know, so I was starting to like pick up like nagging things. And, uh, I ran into a, a couple of people who do CrossFit and they're like, well, yeah, because you have this going on and you're faulting on this and you're faulting on this. They, they were right. I mean, they knew, they knew more about biomechanics just as like CrossFit, like participants, than I knew as a like legitimate NASM certified personal trainer. Um, I knew nothing about biomechanics at all. And I was like a certified personal trainer. Um, so I, uh, I started training with them that, that helped me to, to kind of figure out what are the basics of, of movement? You know, what's your midline stability? What is, you know, what, why is this stuff valuable? So I got my, my level one training certificate, I eventually went and got my level two and now I'm the only certified CrossFit trainer in Northwest Ohio. Uh, and I'm an L three. So I know my stuff. Um, I know I have a mobility certification, a weightlifting certification, a gymnastic certification. So I have all of these, this, this like education because I want to be the person that people can come to that I needed at the time. You know, I needed a person that knew their stuff and could say, hey, man, this is the most efficacious way to uh, to get where you're trying to go. And it's also the safest. Now, that being said, people are going to be like, oh, CrossFit, safety, not really a thing. <laughs> I get that. I get that. That is that is wrong CrossFit. Anything that can anything that people can do can be done wrong. Like powerlifting can be done wrong. Running can be done wrong. Ellipticaling can be done wrong. So uh, when you get CrossFit, you can do that wrong too. And people do and they get injured and um, that sucks. That's unfortunate. And then I just say, Hey, I wish you would have come to my place because I know my stuff and we keep people safe and everybody has fun. So that's a long winded answer. No, no, that's what, it's a great answer because it, it actually gave me a question. I wasn't prepared to ask you, but I'm going to ask you. So you just gave your credentials. You said, you know, you're the only Northwest Ohio, you're the only level three certified coach for CrossFit and you have your, your, your biomechanics and all, all this other stuff. But you mentioned gymnastics. Why gymnastics? Gymnastics is the foundation of all human movement. If you can move your body really well, you can move weight. And just having body awareness, okay, I get my arm to do this. I get my hand to do, or I get my leg to do this. I get them to do these things at the same time. 
Uh, if you have all of that coordination, agility, balance already built in, you can do a lot of really great things. So, so you get into fitness, and it's it's funny. It sounds like from what you just explained in your, as you would say, long answer, um, you get into the fitness and you get into the CrossFit, and it sounded like you got these certifications, but yet you still felt like you didn't know. I guess what you don't know, so to speak, at that point. Yeah, I still don't know stuff. I still know. I still don't know a lot of stuff. Um, and uh, I know <laughs> it's like I'm smart enough to know that I'm dumb. You know, like I'm not an expert, but I have a, a lot of knowledge. You know, I'm probably I, I would rank myself way up there in the general population of like trainers. But I'm not. I'm not a specialist. I'm not a person. I'm not a uh, physical therapist. I'm not a surgeon. You know, I'm not a, uh, a uh, an Olympic level weightlifting coach, but I can get you really, really fit, really well, and really safe. So, um, but I, I'm I'm fully willing to admit where I know where I fall in the hierarchy of things. <laughs> sure, I know. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to curve off those corners and learn from everybody that I can possibly learn from. Well, it's funny because it sounds like you learned maybe not from an educational uh, perspective, but it sounds like you learned kind of a valuable lesson when the, when the 60 year old guy said, don't you take care of yourself? And you're like, well, I don't have to do that. So it's right. funny because, you know, it was kind of like an eye. It sounds to me like it was an eye opening moment. Like maybe there's something to this, right? So you, you get into it yourself. You start ellipticaling, as you say. And, uh, and yeah. it sounds to me like you ran the gamut. You're like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. It's like going to a restaurant a la carte. And you're like, I'm just going to order one of everything so I know what I like and what I don't like. And yeah. you still didn't pick CrossFit yet, but then you got kind of pushed or led to CrossFit and you got into it. So you get the certifications. You start learning from others that have, at that time, more knowledge than you. What, what was the moment when you're like, I need to help others. I need to, I need to fix the people like I was, you know, in need of being yeah. fixed or helped, I should say. And, and what made you, there's one thing to say, I want to be a personal trainer, but it's another thing to say, I'm going to put brick and mortar around myself and I'm going to open my own place. What, you know, what was the, oh, what, what made downtown yeah. attractive to you and why did you do it? Yeah. So I started, well, I went and got my, my like NASM personal training certificate or whatever certification, which was crap. And, but that was because I felt like I was helping a lot of people like, Hey, here is what I do. You know, if you just need a place to start, this is what I do. And I never like felt like I should be telling people what they should do. So that like gave me some level of like, okay, at least I know my stuff. Well, that, that was like false sense of security. Um, so then I, I was managing a, a gym in Perrysburg and the guy who um, owns that place um, and I didn't see eye to eye, let's say that. And uh, we decided to part ways. And I had a lot of people that I was training there that reached out to me and said, look, we don't care about the location. We care about you because you're passionate about what you do. You're more knowledgeable. We enjoy being around you. And so they, they kind of like pushed me to do it. Um, and I said, well, if I'm going to do that, the only place that I'm going to do it is downtown. Um, because the opportunity for success down there is really high. It's an underserved market. 
And I've been a Toledo in my whole life. Toledo is home to me. And so to see downtown get some sort of like momentum and resurgence and to be able to participate in some of that resurgence myself was, was just kind of like a, um, Hey, this could be a successful business, but Hey, we could also help downtown Toledo. So the, the, the multifaceted benefits started, uh, started popping up. To go to downtown for a second. It's kind of funny because I've had a bunch of people on the show that are various, you know, business leaders downtown and Steve Miller from the Huntington center and guys from the mud hens and things like that. And it's funny because, you know, the mud hens really were the first one to be like, we're moving this thing downtown and we're going to, we're going to revitalize downtown. And they moved down there and sort of started, but it stalled. And then the Huntington center came and it started a little bit more and then it stalled. And then Promatica says we're moving downtown. And then all of a sudden, you had some of the population that gets upset and like, ProMedica's buying everything. They got all this money and they're just right. buying everything. And then the, the educated people realize like they're investing in our future, not yeah. just building yeah. buildings for ProMedica. So I, I think it's phenomenal that you're downtown. And I love the fact that you're a Toledo guy and you recognized it as well. But you, you go down there and you open up and then all of a sudden COVID hits. So like you, yeah. you, you know, you've got a little bit of a foothold right before COVID, but then COVID hits and you've got it now. Let's just say, and I'm not asking for business numbers or anything, but like you got to hang on until we get through this portion of life. And then all of a sudden now we're starting to back open back up and things like that. But I, I was curious in terms of, I'll get to the, you know, hang on during COVID, but the location, now the location, you know, I, I said the address right when we started, it's you're right on summit street there, 215 North summit. Uh, you're right on Summit Street, and it, it was that strategic, or was that this was yeah. available when I was looking at it? Like, okay, no. it makes sense. I'll try it. It's a thousand percent strategic. Um, I felt like the um, the drive by traffic would be valuable. Turns out it's not like at all. <laughs> but um, the, uh, the 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 geographic location it, it was um, was exceptional because out our windows you can see mommy the mommy river, the, the views are great. You can, there's activity going on. It feels like a city and you don't get that experience, um, at LA fitness. You don't get that at any of the other CrossFit gyms, uh, in the area. It's just like a, a warehouse type of location. And, uh, I, I just felt like that was really unique. And if you're running, we also have a, um, like an apron that's right out front. So if it's raining, we can still run, we can still do stuff outside um, so there, there were multiple reasons why that location made a lot of sense for us, but, um, being right on the, the main drag, uh, was important. You're in front of, you know, the, all of the parades go by there. Jeep Fest is right there. The, um, uh, Solheim cup parade is going to go right by our front door. Like, not that that's a big deal, but the impressions are there. The people realize like, Oh, what the heck? There's a gym there. Yeah. You know, and every Friday uh, in the so, summer, 10,000 people got to walk by to go to the concert or whatever. You know? Yeah. So I, I agree. I mean, I, I think it's, I think the location is great. More from Jim Pool and Get Moving Toledo happening after a quick note from our sponsors. We're back in just 60 seconds. 
Getting a great workout has never been easier. Looking for a full body workout and short on time? Southside 45 is your answer. Southside 45 is the area's virtual fitness community. Challenge yourself from the comfort of your home with a live instructor and class. No need to travel or have a ton of equipment. Simply register for a class, log on, and join us. We make getting fit easy and best of all, affordable. Visit our website at www.southside45.com for more information. Or find us on Facebook at Southside 45 LLC. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you see just two stories or stories of your toddler's first steps? Now think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But Estate Farm Agent Julie Span Johnson sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Call State Farm Agent Julie Span Johnson at 419-874-2039 today. So you you do group classes and personal training or how do you? Yeah, we call it um, personal training that's done in a group environment. Okay. Because our, our system is built to each individual. Like you, you'll go through these assessments and we say, okay, well, we know that Jim can do this, this level on his upper body pulling. We know that he can do this level on his, uh, his running. So therefore this is the right workout for him for today. And so that's one of the ways that we keep people safe, but it also, um, it also is customized to the individual, which is how CrossFit is supposed to be done. And it just never gets done that way. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really unique thing, uh, for us. And it, it, it really does become personal training. So you get a trainer that knows their stuff and they're building a workout exactly toward your capability. Uh, but we also do one-on-one personal training. I have a couple of like rehab, like shoulder rehab, knee rehab people that, um, that I work with, um, in the off time. So yeah, we have set class times, classes, quote classes, um, every, uh, every week, but we fill in those gaps, um, with personal training. Okay. So a couple questions, I guess, personal questions now are in terms of like your personal fitness. The one thing I saw on the, on the website is that you got yourself into Tough Mudders and Spartan races. And before I ask you about that for you, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that this past weekend, I actually did my first adventure race. Uh, my wife and I, we're runners. Like we run long, stupid distances and yeah. we don't, we don't climb over stuff. We don't roll through mud and all that other stuff. But this weekend we got roped into doing uh, one with Black Swamp down in uh, Oak Harbor area. And it was awesome. And it was awesome. And I, I happened to be next to a guy for a portion of the, you know, not doing an obstacle port where we're running along by each other. And, uh, you know, he said, is this your first time? Or, you know, was this, have you done this before? I said, no, it's the first time I've ever done anything like this. And he said, pull-ups, man, pull-ups. <laughs> just keep doing pull-ups. Because <laughs> if you just want one simple lesson a day, you got to do pull-ups. So what is, did the, CrossFit get you into the Tough Mudder and Spartan races or were you intrigued by that beforehand and just uh, progressed to it? I got, I, I became friends with this personal trainer that was at uh, LA fitness and she basically socially shamed me to doing Tough Mudder. <laughs> um, she's like, I'm five foot two, 120 pounds and I'm going to go do it. And you're scared of it. Like what? Okay, fine. And she just, she really did. She just embarrassed me. Um, so then I like completely overtrained uh, for my first Tough Mudder. Uh, but that really, that introduced me to interval training and um, 
like the intensity, the, the intensity aspect where you should be able to go, 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 go and relax, go, 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 go and relax. Um, but that was all pre CrossFit. That was probably three or four years prior to CrossFit. Um, but yeah, it was pretty funny because eventually she and I did, and a, a whole group of people did this, uh, this first Tough Mudder and I was way overtrained. <laughs> like, I could, I could have done 25 pull-ups in a row. I could have run an eight minute mile or 10 miles or something like that. Like it was, I was stupid overtrained. I could never do that now, but yeah. So uh, we did Tough Mudder this past weekend, ironically enough, but yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. So that's what, that was my question is you're still doing them and still active with yeah, both. It's still okay. So yeah, it's still a challenge that's worth, uh, that's worth overcoming. You, you, you need to expose yourself to things that are uncomfortable. It's good for your cognitive, your brain development. Um, but it's also good for your, uh, your ego and your confidence. You know? Yeah. And that was what I noticed Plus too. Like I, I thought the same thing. Like we, you know, we're, we take good care of ourselves. We work out, we do, you know, we, we run, like I said, we're runners by nature. So I'm, I'm used to the endurance side of it um, or the stamina side, whatever, but it does, it tests you and it, it gives you some mental, mental boundaries that you have to overcome right in the middle of it. I, I was really impressed with it and I'm intrigued by it a little bit more. I'm not going to say I've always been, if we're being honest, I've always been afraid of it. Kind of maybe not for the same reason that you were at first. I've been afraid because when we train for races, I, I don't want to injure myself. Like I don't want to sit on the sideline yeah. for three weeks while I heal up from falling off an obstacle or whatever the case might be. So, but right. it was, I was, it really improved my overall look at those events and I guess my, my interest in them now. So, um, so yeah. let's transition to fitness goals as a whole. You're obviously a personal trainer. You're obviously in great shape. You do the tough Myers stuff. What fitness goals maybe short-term, maybe long-term, or a little of both, what do you still have? Do you have any that are out there that you're like, I have this goal, despite helping others get in shape and doing the Tough Mars stuff? Is there something on the horizon, maybe short-term, long-term, that you want to accomplish fitness-wise? Uh, inside our, our system, we have, uh, I think I mentioned, there's 15 different categories. And so my worst category is running. Um, <laughs> I have some like lower limb dysfunction so um it becomes really hard for me to run but um i i want to clean up all whatever that issue is and to be able to come back to having like a normal human existence um that's that's the current goal but as far as like do i want to deadlift x amount of pounds no do i want to do x amount of pull-ups no i just want to feel good move well and um and help other people do the exact same thing that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So I was, I've been on the website a number of times and I, I know some people that obviously come down to, to your gym or have come to your gym. Um, it's the standard is the website. What else you want everybody to know while we got you? Uh, I think the main thing that separates us is the, uh, the personalized aspect. Um, it allow, I think there's a lot of, uh, weird, uh, assumptions about what CrossFit is and how it works. It's like, it's just a bunch of brutes moving the heaviest weights around and they, they flip tires and all this, whatever. And that's like the biggest misconception imaginable. Um, like my 73 year old mom does CrossFit, but, and she's, she's not going home injured trying to move, set, you know, tractor tires. Uh, so there's a bunch of bi uh, big misconceptions. We genuinely care about our people. 
and we want them to get better. Um, and so we're going to give our, our coaching staff is exceptional. And uh, we give as, as much knowledge, as much education as we possibly can, as much correction on form and technique um, as we possibly can to make sure that people's, um, people are staying safe and that they're getting what they need to get out of it. So I think the, uh, the system that we have that levels people according to their capacity is really unique. Um, and I think our, our genuine want for other people to improve and to have help, happier, healthier lives is what uh, is what sets us apart. So we talked about it at the very beginning, and I'll finish with this question, and, and it may be an obvious answer, but who knows? I originally knew you as the musician guy, right? And now yeah. you've become, let's say, the fitness guy, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Musician, any, any, first of all, just to be able to play an instrument, like I'm a huge music fan. Our other hobby, other than running and working out, is concerts. And we go to as many concerts all over the country, quite honestly, if, as we can. Um, from a musician standpoint or a music standpoint, is there anything that you want to do goal-wise? Or are you still heavily involved in, you know, playing instruments, singing? I mean, do you still, do you still that passion still there as much as it was before you got into CrossFit? No. Um, I love, I love music. Um, and I love, I loved what we were doing at Cedar Creek. And so like, Cedar Creek and I have kind of some like unspoken, you know, went separate ways. Like they just don't need me, which is great for them. Cool. Um, but I love, I love music as a, as a, as a whole, but I don't personally care to create it anymore. Um, my whole thing when I was, uh, when I, well, when you've seen me on stage is I'd, I'd much rather, I'm just more of a performer. Sure. And I am a creator. Like I'm not that artsy kid that's like, Oh, I just am really into my, my art, you know, that you got to respect my expression. It's like, no, dude, did you have a good time at the show? And if somebody says yes, then I feel like I won. You yeah. Know? Uh, so it, it's, it's more about the performance than it was about the artistry. Um, so I still love music. Music still like tweaks a lot of my buttons. Uh, but I don't care about creating it. Um, if there was opportunity to perform it, I'd be way into that. But uh, I, it would have to be like a really unique scenario with a bunch of people that I really genuinely care about for me to want to go back to that. Understand, understand. So, self-taught or did you have lessons? <laughs> uh, self-taught guitar. <laughs> and I don't play guitar very well. Um, but my vocal, my vocals, um, are mostly like self-taught as far as like experimentation. But I did train with a guy, uh, that trains all of the Disney performers. I trained with him for three or five days and that was like opening the, the door to Oz. And you're like, Oh my God, like this, all of this. Wow. This is like a totally different world. So I would say that I'm self-taught, but it's mostly just experimentation after he set me down this path of like, Hey, go play with these tools and see what comes out. Okay. All right. Well, it's just, yeah, I'm still playing like, like, cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, just the fact that you were able to pick up an instrument, I mean, there's a lot of famous musicians that were self-taught, but for a lot of people, it just yeah. doesn't, you know, square, what is it? The square peg in a round hole or whatever. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's interesting that you've gone from, you taught yourself that to, 
getting into fitness and now you're helping others. And I, I just think it's great, man. I appreciate you spending some time with us today. You guys, Ben Olin down at the Standard CrossFit downtown Toledo. Check it out, standardtoledo.com. 215 North Summit Street. As another reminder, it's right there on Summit Street. You can't miss it, I promise you. But Ben, thanks again, man, for spending some time with us, and good luck to you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the invite.